Good morning. My name is Tara, and I am so honored that Randy invited me here to share my faith story. I'm so thankful that God has been able to use me to not only bring glory to his name, but to hopefully be a comfort and encouragement to others. July 21st, 2010 will always be the day that completely changed my life. That was the day my 32-year-old husband was shot in the chest and murdered by a family member, leaving me to be a single mom to my daughters, who were two and a half and ten months old, and left a business I had no idea how to run. That day brought heartache, devastation, intense pain, doubt, and insecurity into my life. Before that day, I considered myself as having a pretty strong faith. I loved my family, and I loved God. Unfortunately, I also lived out my life in that order, my family first, then God. My tragic circumstances clearly helped me define my faith and learn some major life lessons in grace, peace, and hope. That first week after losing Mark was and still is a blur, but I will never forget God's amazing grace. It was probably around night three. I was sitting on my bathroom floor, still and mindless, too many emotions and questions to even know where to begin. As I sat there, still in shock and disbelief that my life was now completely shattered into a million pieces, I cried out to God, How is this happening? How will I raise my girls by myself? How will I afford to live and supply for my family? God, how is this my life? How could you let this happen? Then a peace and a calm came over me that was just so miraculous and unexplainable. I felt God telling me, Just cling to me and you will be okay. This will not be an easy road, but I am God and I am all that you need. That night marked the beginning of my journey of experiencing tested faith, pure thanks, and abundant grace. My faith had never been tested like this before, and believe me, this has been no easy road traveled. But I knew I did not want the sin of murder to define my life and my girls' lives. I had to completely lay my life at God's feet if I wanted him to use this unfathomable tragedy to redefine and shape me into God who desired me to be. My pain was so intense and my grief so overwhelming that for months I could not feel or see God in my life, nor could I even attempt to understand any of God's plan and how he could or would salvage this situation. The only way I got through those days, sometimes those minutes, was to constantly reach out to God. I had to consciously choose to see Christ. There are many, many dark days where doubt was just knocking at my door trying to bully its way in. Satan was trying to desperately use this life circumstance to make me question God's love and faithfulness. The only way I could conquer the doubt and insecurity from overtaking my mind uh, and my soul was to tell myself over and over and over again, day after day, that God was in control. God had a plan, and God loved me. I had to dive into God's true word so that I knew his promises for me. I put Bible verses up all over my house to remind me of his truths. I also found journaling to be a great way to express my emotions to God. In that process, I chose to let myself be unrestricted. I chose to be brutally honest with God, even if that meant telling God I was unhappy with him and my situation. I told God my deepest hurts, my frustrations, my fears, my doubts, and my questions. It was here that I truly learned, in order for God to heal me and to change things, I needed to let my guard down and let Jesus Christ in. I'd like to share with you an excerpt from my journal from December 23rd, 2010. Heavenly Father, what a miserable day. I feel horrible physically. I have the flu, and here it is Christmas. Lord, I am so sad and depressed. I miss Mark tremendously and can't believe he is really gone. Lord, I will never understand this situation. 
but keep reminding me I do not have to because you are all-powerful and all-knowing. You know why. You know your plans. You will lead me through. But honestly, God, some days it doesn't feel that way. Some days I feel all alone. Some days I wonder how I'm going to do this. How am I going to raise these girls by myself? Take care of the house, the cars, all the things that Mark took care of. One day I feel like I have things halfway together, then it all falls apart again. I know you're there, but I'm having trouble feeling you. Lord, today is one of those days where I feel like I just do not have the strength or will to do this. It is only by your grace that I will make it. Lord, I don't want to go on without Mark here with me. Give me the courage to take one step at a time. Lord, fill my heartbroken soul with your comfort, peace, and love. I hate these dark days. They make me feel like I will never be okay, never be able to move on, never be able to feel joy and happiness. Lord, I'm seeking you wholeheartedly. Lift me up. Catch these tears that will not cease tonight. Lord, help me stay focused on you and your promises, not on my situation. Keep reminding me of the joy and unending happiness Mark has now. Remind me how he gets to celebrate Jesus' birthday with him. Let that bring me comfort. Lord, tell Mark how much I miss him. I know he's telling me to just believe. I'm glad he is having Christmas with you in heaven. As humans, when confronted with difficult situations, our instinct is to retreat or to demand a quick fix. As Christians, we think we are somehow immune to tragedies and trials, that how could or why might God not protect me from that? If God is so good, why am I experiencing this? I'm a good person. I don't deserve this. But being of this world and being human, we can't help but have this mentality. However, it is this mentality that allows Satan to swarm our thoughts and feelings with doubt and fear in God and in our faith. But God calls us to be courageous and patient. He desires us to call on him to provide that courage, that strength, and that will to press on when our world is crumbling around us. I had to continually remind myself God loves me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. He cries with me. He not only catches my tears, but counts them. He brings good to all those whose love and trust is in him. My head had to repeatedly tell my heart these things until my heart could catch up. My pain and grief and the mess that was now my life wasn't something that could be cleared up in a day, a month, or even a year. It could not be cleared up by just sitting around hoping things would miraculously change on their own. I had to step out of my comfort zone and seek help, seek healing, seek Christ. I got involved in a small group, a Bible study, a grief class, and saw a counselor who I still see to this day. This life experience taught me that I must wait on God and endure this pain if I am to follow his will for my life to be obedient, and wait patiently for his refinement to be exposed. Experiencing pain is not fun. No one would willingly choose it. But sometimes difficult situations are necessary in order for God to form our endurance, build our faith, ease our worldly doubt, and develop our ability to let God mold us into who he desires us to be. Bringing to mind the saying, God does not protect us from that which he can use to perfect us. After almost four years, I can see the fruits of my pain. I can feel his joy after months and months of consciously working on my grief and pain. I can see how God has transformed my tragedy into beauty. God's comfort and perfect response to my pain, my tears, my heartache, and my frustrations has brought me to not only love him, but be deeply in love with him. In the past year, he has blessed me with my new husband, Scott, and his daughter, Lily, with a marriage built on Christ's foundation, full of love, hope, and joy. 
So I stand here today, a child of God, thankful for my circumstances. I can now look back and marvel at God and the graceful work he has done. If I had not experienced this trial, I would not have grown in love, in patience, and in the truth of God's unending love for me. It is only the divine power of Jesus Christ who had the capability to put the pieces of my broken heart, my broken life, back together. He is the Redeemer. Lastly, I'd like to share a quote from Charles Swindoll that so perfectly expresses how we are to react to difficult life circumstances. Accept the mysteries of hardship, suffering, misfortune, or mistreatment. Don't try to understand it or explain it. Accept it. Then deliberately trust God to protect you by his power from this very moment to the dawning of eternity. Thank you.